I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you see me, then afraid you let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start a fire, let them see the smoke. Angel wings in the streets of gold. Loose change, gotta pay the toll. And it's a rocky road. They try to tell you to stop. They don't want you at the top of the spot. You gotta take you it. Gotta take you it. gotta make it. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break them 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 chains. You gotta break them. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Ultimate Bachelor podcast with Taylor Ward. Um, actually really excited about this conversation. One, because she was excited to come on and talk about several of the issues and conversations that we've had before. So anytime someone is passionate to come talk, I love to have them because I love the debate. I love the conversation. Um, but but yeah, why don't you introduce yourself first, and then we'll we'll go from there. Um, I don't really know what you want to say about myself besides I'm the one and only, and there's nothing like me. Well, that <laughs> is enough right there. So here we go. Actually, my other the girl that was doing a couple with me um, has decided that she well she's a nurse, so so right now I think it's just a crazy time in general, and uh, she she may not be doing as many with me, so. You expressing that you have interest in doing this and maybe doing more than one. I'm I'm really, really excited. So, you know, um, this is is this your first time doing a podcast? Yes. Is it? Okay. So, it's not my first time saying my opinion, but it's my first time doing uh, a podcast. Well, we all know that's true. So <laughs> um yeah, well you had you had stuff you wanted to talk about and like show, you know, for the people that check this out on video, show the the uh, list of your notes that you had. Okay. I don't have that many notes, Alex. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a little glimpse. <laughs> yeah, you have a, that's that's a lot. Seeing as how I don't, I to tell you the truth, I don't really plan a lot of these conversations for a couple of reasons. One, I think your mic is like picking up you, like breathing. So are you like able to move it away from? No, can't hear you now. I know, but how about I mute it when no, I'm not no, talking? No, 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 don't do that because what? You're, okay how's that um a little closer how's that that's great okay um so point being is that um you you felt like you had several things that you wanted to talk about and and i'm always down one a lot of the things that i say isn't always what i believe but i'm sometimes mm -hmm. i'm just creating and being the devil's advocate for the point of conversation and argument and all mm -hmm. that which pisses a lot of people off but at the same time has a lot of the conversations for the point of the of what my podcast is for so as long as you understand that as we move forward because that's gonna be a big part because there's things you're probably gonna say that i agree with but you know i'm gonna be dramatic and take it to the farthest just to just to talk so okay and i think i have these notes because when we talked the other day i've just been thinking about it since mm -hmm. and i've been jotting things down like okay like I want to make sure I say this just because I've been thinking about it. Yep. And so the topics we talked about was uh, one insecurities, right? Mm -hmm. Which I think is a big, big subject. I have a lot to say on that. And I'm actually surprised I, might, I haven't talked about that more in the past for men and women and mm -hmm. why it's important for men to understand women's insecurities um, and why it's important for men to voice their insecurities. Next. Um, what were the other topics you um, I kind of want to talk about how, you know, some successful women or some women that just like to work a lot, mm -hmm. um, how that affects a relationship with a man and a woman, because a lot of times you hear that men want to lead, you know, and yeah. a lot of the times successful women are used to leading in the workplace and how that affects the relationship at home. No, for sure. And, and a lot of, that's actually a subject I feel like I touch on quite a bit. Um, that also goes into insecurities a little mm -hmm. bit, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but but no, definitely a topic to talk about. And then I don't know if you're wanting Anthony to be on for the rebuttal to our, our dating expectation. Yeah, we'll need him on this conversation. We, okay. we can touch on that if we want, but we'll go in depth when he's on the podcast. For sure, for sure. So in, in the meantime, um, I 
we'll wait. Um, uh, here, let me. Just so of those two, which one do you want to start on? Because they're obviously going to take us to other places and down rabbit holes and stuff like that. But of those two subjects, which one do you want to start on? Because I got plenty to say about both. Um, I mean, I think we could we could talk about starting with how the men and women, you know, because I feel like that'll go into insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. But it's up to you. I can talk about either. No, no. I think that's a good place to start. So <clears throat> do you have a starting point on that or do you want me to to voice my stuff? Or where where is it coming from? Why is that a, a topic that you feel like needs to be talked about? Um, Because I've experienced it a lot in dating. Because I do work a lot and I'm one of those people that I do have my own things and I can get my own things and I don't expect right. someone else to help me get those things. Mm-hmm. Um, So I've experienced a lot of that in dating and how men say I don't have enough time for them and it's affected our relationships and such. So um, that's why I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. That's something that's interesting because the first thing I think about, or the first distinction I wanted to make was because you did say work a lot versus make more money than them. Right. So there's, there's, there's a group of guys and this is just being honest. There's a group of guys that have a problem with a girl making more money than them and having Mm -hmm. more power than them really is what it comes down to. Yes. Money is, is, you know, just, just a means for saying he, he has a problem with her having more power or, or, um, from his perspective, he feels like she potentially threatens his power, right? Yes. Yes. Then you talk about a girl working too much, which is a total different issue in my head, right? Because yeah, I think, when you put it that way, yes, there are two differences. I think a girl working too much, that's, that's maybe just, he wants to spend more time with you and, mm-hmm. and, doesn't think that it also could blend into a little bit of guys thinking that there's gender roles and that mm-hmm. when he wants to spend time with you, you should be available and yes. work should definitely not. That's what you're feeling. Yes. All right, well, not, you know, it. I don't have a problem making less money than someone, but right. it's definitely my goal to be equal or to make more money than someone. It's just, you know what I mean? It's, I think I'm just so used to doing everything on my own right. that I don't want to necessarily compete with somebody. I don't want to show that I'm competing, but internally I'm like, no, I want to be just as good as that person. I want to bring to the table just as much as he's bringing it to the table, you know? Um, So, and that sometimes requires people to work more. Um, So I have dealt with, you know, dating and it being, okay, well, if you don't have time and you're always working so much, how are we supposed to make this work or how are we supposed to get to know each other? Sure. Sure. You know, and that's been a battle with me too, but I've had guys voice like, okay, well, let's say we start dating. Are you going to continue to work that much? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, so, that, but that's, that once again lends to me thinking that he's, he's saying something along the lines of like, it's just hard to get time with you. Yeah, but also you make time for what you want too. So if I'm genuinely like interested in somebody, I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to make time. Sure. Sure. And um, I think that comes down to, to either side. That, and the reason why I make that distinction is because, yeah, that's something that can either play for, for either person, right? That it could right. be the, the, a guy that's working too much and a girl just doesn't feel like she can get enough time with him. So that's where the problem comes. Right. Um, but gender roles, I think, is something that's a big thing that gets discussed a lot mm-hmm. when you talk about this. And it's just a guy doesn't feel like a girl should be working that much or that she should be available when, when he's available. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's funny that I kind of walk the line on this. A lot of times, I don't know if I'm just being an asshole when I'm walking this line <laughs> or if I really think this, um, because I always preface the preface this by saying my mom, you know, always had a full-time job. Like I was always at daycare, um, you know, at school and then daycare and then staying home by myself. So it's not, it's not like my mom stayed home and I got this ideal from, from seeing my mom just, you know, be in the house and, Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. Um, With that said, also, you know, I'm ready to be somebody's pool boy. Um, (laughs) So if, if, you know, if you make more money than me and it just doesn't make sense for me to work and I just need to like keep my body right, have dinner ready and because everybody if, if you look at my story you see i'm ready for that i'm ready to just do laundry mm-hmm. i know and and <laughs> keep my body right so if you got any friends or if anybody's listening you know 
come come take care of the kid. So I'm just gonna let you know I don't have that insecurity. I'm just putting that out there right from the start. You know, and like let's say you know people are married and it comes down to okay, childcare is super expensive. Yeah. Does it make more sense for somebody to work and not work? Yeah, I would have no problem being the one that goes yeah. to work if I make more money because of how much that costs. Someone's gonna have to give, right? Um, but a lot of men, you know, are like, no, 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 no. I'm the man. Yeah. I need to lead the way. Well, where I was going with that was that I, I, at the same time, believe in like animalistic behavior too, right? So I don't mm-hmm. want to put any gender roles on anyone. I don't want to use that that term as much as I just say. Your animalistic behavior is tends to do certain things better. Men tend to do certain things better than women, right? Nowhere in the animalistic behavior does it say men work better than women Mm -hmm. but i do think in a relationship or in a marriage um i'll just say relationship because marriage obviously is a relationship in a relationship there's certain things that i feel personally more comfortable being done by my girlfriend or and none of that is like a chore or anything like that yeah It's, it's more of just what god what i don't know characteristics god gave us or whoever you believe Mm -hmm. in creation right so i think that's where where the limit is for me i guess my question is where like where have you experienced or give me an example of where you experienced like someone coming at you about your work stuff okay so that's all the time that's why i'm single but anyway um but see see, but here's the problem but here's the problem I'm type of like if you get me interested, it's very hard. It is very yeah. hard to, it's very hard to even get me to go on a date with you, just because I don't really have time to waste my time. Yeah. And if I make that time to fit you in my work schedule, then I'm actually genuinely interested in you. I'm not going to sure. sit there and just go out with somebody who I know I'm probably not going to date, right? Sure. Um, but I have for the sake like, of a date. Yeah, and I don't like I don't care how nice the date is or whatever it is. I'm not gonna waste my time. Okay. Like if I know that I'm not gonna be interested in you in a month, I, it's not gonna happen. For sure. So, but I feel like when we, you know, in the initial conversations, it's okay. What's your work schedule look like, right? Yeah. And I tell them, um, you know, before quarantine, <laughs> I was I worked seven days a week. I probably had two Sundays off a month. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I would figure it out. So in that initial conversation, they're instantly like, wow, you work a lot. And it's almost like they put a negative onto it, the way they say it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that instantly turns me off to where I'm like, mm, nah, I don't talk to you anymore. So this is funny. And this just came to mind because of the way you, you said that. And I don't know why I'm putting so much thought into just <laughs> the tone at which you put. But a lot of that feels like, and I think guys don't get enough credit for this. And look at me trying to turn a negative into a positive. <laughs> um, I don't think guys get enough credit for thinking or subconsciously making plans in their head, right? So I think guys always looked at as like fly by the seat of their pants, not wanting to commit, not wanting all that. But in the in the grand scheme, there's a lot of guys that, especially I feel like in Chicago, which is where you're at, mm-hmm. who now they are getting to 34, you know, late 20s I'll say early 30s or even later 30s and now they're thinking about family about long term about life and all that stuff right and looking at a girl that works which you get a ton of that in Chicago right you get Mm -hmm. get women who are late 20s early 30s later 30s who still work all the time are still very career focused and a guy who maybe wants to take that next step looking at a girl that works all the time or that has that mindset maybe doesn't see that happening his his dream or his his thought happening as quickly as he would like am i blowing your mind no not at all Uh, (laughs) um i'm just thinking because you know i feel like i don't really i don't really like your rebuttal to that but um, Why, why don't you like it um, because I don't know if I believe it 100%. So like I said, you make time for what you want. So if you get to that step, okay, well, that's where communication comes in. Right. Sure. Um, but at the beginning of a relationship, you know, I feel like these guys that I meet or whatnot, 
they'll ask me, okay, what's your schedule look like? Wow, you work a lot, blah, blah, blah. But I'm sitting here like crickets, like, okay, you're asking my schedule, but you're not sitting here trying to move forward and actually go and do something. It, I'll get a text the day, day before call, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Copy, paste, here's my schedule. Yeah. This is what I gave you. Yeah. Now, to me, it's like, okay, if you are actually wanting to go do something, plan it with me. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, make a reservation, whatever you want to do. But, like, I'm a planner. So, if you tell me something the day before, I'm probably not going to do it. You're literally talking to the worst planner on earth. So. Well, and you know what? Well, then, <laughs> we're not made to be together. <laughs> the only, no. The only, I, and I don't even know why I'm like that to tell you the truth and, and that's a whole nother subject we can go down the rabbit hole a little bit but i don't know what my problem is because if i'm the kind of the same way like if i'm giving you my time i'm i'm interested in giving you my time um and that's to everybody right that's friends that's if i'm dating if i'm if i'm in a relationship like whoever has my time like I, i'm intentionally giving you my time mm-hmm. i don't understand what the problem is for me and i'm glad you said that that it's not just me to just like nail something down because I don't really feel like I'm trying to like keep my options open. I feel like I'm just, I I just can't feel uncomfortable at times just nailing something down. That's a good point. I mean, with me, it's like, okay, I'm busy. You're busy, right? Let's. And I'm busy too. So that's a good point. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So let's say, okay, next Thursday, let's go to dinner. Let's do this. Because how do I know that you're not going out with other women? How do you know that I'm not getting asked out by other men? So it's better to plan something than to just go by the seat of your pants. Cause who knows if I already have plans, you know what I mean? Sure. I, another thing about that for me, um, is I wonder, and I put a lot of thought into this because I've tried to be better about it, but I wonder if it's because subconsciously my life is a little bit crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I can't tell if I'm making an excuse or if it's the real real answer but I feel like I subconsciously don't want to flake right I hate I hate the disappointment I hate disappointing people in general but especially like if I just if I made plans with you and then I flake on you that that makes me feel a certain way as opposed to if we just didn't have plans and then if it works out it works out I didn't, you know, there's no possible way I could have disappointed you because you weren't expecting. Right. Because in the insecurity of a woman, it's like, oh, well, if he's flaking on me, he's not interested. But sometimes that's actually not the case. Sure. You actually have something that popped up. You know what I mean? So I get that. I have a lot of stuff that pops up. Yeah. In addition to, here's another thing is that I recently, I don't know how recently, but fairly recently got into like protecting my energy too, right? So like, Mm if I was going to plan something, like I said, this is not just like in dating, I'm talking about anything I'm doing. If I plan something ahead of time and then I come to the time, it comes time to do that. And I don't feel like doing it anymore. I I feel like I should be able to not have to do it anymore because, you know, maybe it was something that wasn't necessary for me. Maybe I'm helping somebody out. Maybe I'm doing all those things. And now the time comes and I, and I don't feel comfortable doing it anymore. I feel like protecting my energy would be to not do it. Mm-hmm. but if I'm locked in same thing applies like I don't want to disappoint somebody but what's a three or four day notice like a girl's just asking not to be asked out 24 hours in advance three or four days let me think I'm, I'm like really, really to, I'm really trying to dig deep because I'm agreeing with you I'm not saying that no I know I but like it's right I'm thinking like three or four days okay so what's today today's Monday if we were going to go on a date on Thursday Thursday right yeah so say Thursday Friday Thursday. but the thing is I don't know anything that's going on on thursday right now you don't have a calendar i do oh i, I guess i have a <laughs> podcast on thursday but okay i'm trying to and another thing i'm trying to decide is that because of what we're going through right now or or would i really not i mean i probably if we were gonna make a day for thursday i could probably do that here's another thing actually i don't know if it's a good thing to say or not i'm super impatient too though so like if we're talking about hanging out today like i don't want to wait till thursday I think men are like that, though, in general. I think men are very much like, let's just get it done. Let's just hang out. And you know what I mean? Okay. (laughs) Talking to the wrong girl. Anyways, (laughs) I think, though, that men, I think men are more impatient when it comes to meeting somebody, especially if you're online dating. Now, if you get approached in the grocery store or Target, like that person, like, okay, we met. Let's set a date for three days from now. Like, 
I feel like a lot of people who online date kind of want to see what they look like in person, how they are in person, like yeah, how focus, their energy is. With, right? Yes, exactly. Get that part over with, yeah. Yes. I agree. The, and I took you, I took you down a rabbit hole. I'm actually glad we discussed that because I, I really do need to hone in on that. I really do need to get better at that. I'm one of those people that I'm so jealous of the person that wakes up, checks their schedule, and like only does the stuff that's on their calendar. Right. I wish I wish I was <laughs> yeah. that person. I wish I wish I had a I wish I had a schedule that could work like that. I wish I had a secretary, I think. I wish I had a secretary who like just made my schedule and then I wake up, I check, and everything that I have to get done is on my schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, the times in between that is free time. I can do whatever I want. But I that's that's a big dream of mine. Goals. Hashtag goals. You could just date your secretary. Not to, you know. One bird with two stones. <laughs> I, would, I think I'd have to go the other way. I'd have to date someone who, who to make a music. <laughs> make him your assistant. But I could, I could start interviewing. You know. What I mean? <laughs> um, but no. So that that's an an interesting thing. But back to what we were saying before about what what we say. Oh, a guy just thinking you work too much. Um, I don't know. I think I think that's going to be guy to guy. But I think genuinely, I think people think like, okay, she works more. Okay, she works too much. She probably makes good money. She probably makes more money than I do, right? And I think getting into the other side of it, right? And but there, do you think that men are just intimidated? You know, I I have had this conversation several times. I've thought about this several times because really, I really am on the other side of the other board. Like, like it doesn't matter to me how it comes. Like I. I make no bones about saying, Hey, I want to be rich. I want to, I want to live a certain life. Like a lot of people do, right. A lot of people won't admit it, but they they think the same thing as that. And in, in a non sleazy way, a not cling on way, a not thought way, you know, if, if that came about because of my wife or girlfriend or, or whoever, I don't have a problem with that. So it's hard for me to understand. And maybe that's because, like I said, I grew up in a household where my mom makes good money. I don't think she makes more or ever made more than my dad, but mm-hmm. she was bringing in money as well and able to do a lot of her own things and was doing more than her fair share of contributing. You know what I mean? So um, maybe that's where that mindset comes from me. But, and, and my mom was kind of a boss too. I mean, at, at home, she, you know, all the decisions pretty much are, made by Same. her so I'm, <laughs> I'm used to a woman taking that role on um because my dad is just more laid back like he just doesn't care enough to have an, a, enough opinion to say it has to be this way or that way does that make sense mm-hmm. so to me I, I i try and think about that a lot about the money thing like how if, uh, being intimidated by a girl that makes more money than you i don't know where in having a girl that likes you and is trying to start a relationship with you, her making more money should be intimidating. Like what, so, from your experience, like where do you feel like it, the basis of that comes from? No. So yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I would say I think it's power in that. And I think pride and things like that. But I come from a household where my mom was a stay at home mom for I don't know seven years of my life. Right. And then she started working, you know, she didn't work a ton, but if she didn't have my dad to push her, she wouldn't be where she is now. Cause she's a boss. Like my mom went from here to here. Right. Yeah. And now she's ahead of the household, but my dad, you know, is retired now and now she's taking over and that's, but you know what I mean? But they work together. They almost balance each other out. Sure. Um, and it's never, I don't think from what I've seen, affect the relationship in a negative way but i also read something that i thought was interesting there's a difference between intimidating and intimidated you know what i mean so explain yeah so i actually wrote this down because i read it and i was like interesting okay um and it's a psychologist she said intimidating is used to describe someone or something that is frightening and causes someone to lose confidence okay um, it, it, it's, explain it again i want to make sure i, I get it okay intimidating is used to describe someone or something that is frightening and causes someone to lose confidence. Sure. Okay. Like a bully. Like someone's looks. Yeah, exactly. Or someone's looks are intimidating, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, intimidated is used to describe someone who feels, who feels frightened and lacks confidence because of a person or situation. So a woman making more money than a man could be, could make him feel intimidated. Intimidated for sure. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost like insulting to say that a girl's intimidating. Yeah, um, she's saying she's almost being conde- condescending in the way yes. she's coming about it. Yes. So I thought that was really interesting because I feel like I think women that are very successful and work a lot and make a lot of money, I think that, uh, you know, there are a lot of women who make a lot of money that are still single, but is it because they're so used to leading the way in the workplace that they can't tune out when they leave. So almost like when they go on, let's say they go on a date, they almost feel the need to pay or at least say, Hey, let me get my part. You know what I mean? Like they don't let a man take over and lead the way you know, the man asked him out. It's Which almost I like, I don't think it has to be that way. See, I'm, I say this a lot and it's a blessing and a curse, right? Yeah. I'm from Texas. So just manners tell me I'm going to open every car door. I'm going to open mm-hmm. every door I can. Um, I'm going to pay at least like the first date, first or second date. Hence why I have such a big, big issue with girls that take advantage of that and, and don't have any real interest in, in a guy for, for a relationship they just want to be on a date because mm-hmm. if I'm the person they're going on a date with um you, it, it's just going to work to their advantage and, it, and they're just kind of playing me right yeah I don't have time so, for that yeah so <laughs> so I I can see feeling away because I, I feel like you, you're then just taking away my manners you're not taking away my my masculinity you're just taking mm-hmm. away the chivalrous part of it of what I'm trying to do with that said, real quick though, with that said, I do appreciate more than anything a girl that is willing to pay. And that almost makes me want to pay more. It, right. It, just to know that you you value what I'm doing. And I know you value what I'm doing because you think you doing that would be a good gesture. Right? Right. You and know, but so- I've also seen a backlash. So, because I'm the type of person that I will pay for my things and I have no problem at all paying for a guy. Like, right. Like we can make it even like, that's what a partnership is. Like I don't sure, see a relationship like a man doesn't right. have to take over everything. I want someone that is my partner. Yep. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of women aren't like that, but I have no problem offering that. But I've also learned that I can't always do that. If a man asks me out, he asks me out for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've been trying to just let, you know, at least the first date just happen yeah. and not offer whatever, because he wants to do that for me. And that's always been a problem for me. Like, I'm like, okay, he wants to do this for me. Don't offer. It's fine. Like, it's okay. You're not paying for something yourself. Sure. Sure. And I, and I want to get into this, but I want to finish the, the part you said about a guy being intimidated or a a girl being intimidating. Um, Cause that, that is a a subject of that we've discussed quite a bit. But you don't think that's an insult. Some men think that's insulting. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely get, get into that. Um, here's an unpopular thing I'm going to say just for the sake of debate, right? So you're okay. right. No. <laughs> Girls who have had success in their careers or in a corporate workplace do, act, and you started to say this a little bit, do act different than women who have it. It's just, it's just, I'm yet to see, I shouldn't say that. Most times when I meet a girl who's had more success in in a corporate workplace type environment. Mm-hmm. Just a, has a total different mentality, right? Than a girl mm-hmm. that doesn't. And so I think, and I may, I don't know this to be true. I'm just maybe throwing this out. Is it that a guy just doesn't like that personality and associates every girl with that personality with a girl that's, that's got a strong career. So maybe he's just had a a bad experience with one or two girls, right? He, maybe he thought his type was a girl that, or, or the type of girls he runs into all the time is girls that, um, you know, ha- have been more successful. And now he's just stereotyping all of them the same way. So before he even gets to know you, if we're talking about your, your uh, experience, he's relating it back to all these girls that are more independent, um, you know, maybe a little sassier, maybe a little sharper, smarter. I, I, I'm, I don't want to put labels on it, but that's why that's what's intimidating to him. Yeah, I mean, I think some of it can be like a man doesn't like that personality, but does that also come with age? A man gets older and he sees a girl who is more powerful in the workplace that almost makes her more, more sure of herself. Sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think a woman who 
can get her own things and you know can work for her own things or doesn't need a man makes her more confident a girl who's unsure of herself i feel like is a little bit more insecure and there are men who enjoy more insecure women than women who are overly confident well that, um, and that, that plays right into the other part of the conversation that we're ha- that we're gonna have if, if we have enough time but um I, I think you're you hit something right on the head right there with a guy who's insecure and, and everyone's insecure about something i think right so the more insecure a guy is the more he's gonna want the person he's with to be insecure to be able to control them for his own comfort yeah because i and i feel like women who have their you know act together mm-hmm. you know don't really attract a man her age or a little bit younger than her because they're not ready to get their act together and i think that's I why think that's true um well it depends uh, what kind of guys you're doing yeah exactly for. that's what i'm saying like some men like that personality some don't you know if someone's ready to settle down they're probably not going to go for a girl who's unsure of herself and who can't get her own. you know what i mean right um unless a man really wants to truly take care of someone for the rest yeah. of life that's not a personality though i don't want a man that i mean i would love a man that wants to do that for him but i'm still gonna work and i'm still gonna do what i want to do you know what i mean yeah so and i think um, i think that also comes with like did i cut you off i'm sorry no go ahead i think that also you said another thing i think maturity comes into a lot of that if a guy mm-hmm. has spent enough time taking care of women and by that i mean you know sponsoring them and and controlling them and and dealing with the types of issues that come with with that i think just over time a guy is gonna want the type of woman you're talking about that that is bringing as much to the table as possible if if he's like i said secure in himself yes and mature and and you know i i don't know how women date men that are under 30 35 and or and or divorced or or because guys until they go through some stuff like you know i'll be honest I've, i feel like guys just do a lot of dumb shit and say a lot of dumb <laughs> shit and think yeah. a lot of dumb shit and so it's like i i'm like damn i don't even know men how. say a lot of dumb shit in the moment they realize later like maybe i shouldn't have I, said that the problem is i don't know that they do realize later that they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> that's possible too yeah on their own at least i'll say that so you know because i've did a lot of men that you know like I've had long relationships and I've had short relationships and they really like, and I'm like, most of them have always come back being like, you know, I just wasn't ready at that time. You sure, wanted yeah. something that I wasn't able to give you. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. That's why we didn't work out, but now it's too late. Sorry. Yeah. You know, sure. um, because I think those relationships have taught me what I want. Right. And I want someone that's going to be my partner, you know, equal. I'm going to work a lot. That's right. fine regardless of how much we each make i'm still gonna want to be the person that cooks for you and does all these things but i also want them i want that person you know if i need a light bulbs changed i want him to be able to do that for me because i am not that handy right it needs to be equal but there's certain things like you said that i feel more comfortable doing then you know i would i wouldn't want my i personally would just prefer to cook than have someone cook for me like a man because i'm probably gonna be better at it just because i'm really good at cooking but you have weird combos, but we're getting into that later. Um, um, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. I do, actually. And, and that's, I mean, I think every girl can relate to that a little bit to where some guy comes back and says, dang, you know, maybe I took this part of you for granted. And, and you know, what I try and do is a little bit of what you said is like, hey, that's okay. Like, yeah. You need to understand that like you don't have to be perfect the first time or even the second time. It's just at some as long as you're learning from each relationship mm-hmm. and learning from, you know, the mistakes you make and things like that, I think I think you're on the right track. I think everyone I shouldn't say everyone and I, I always make these big generalities, but I think a lot of people get confused and down on themselves and down on the people they look to date because it didn't go right you know in this time when you really wanted it to or Mm -hmm. now that now that like you said they're trying to come back and you're not having it you know that you know they get down on themselves and maybe think well maybe that's not the lesson I should have got out of it because now that I learned the lesson I don't I still don't have you know this Mm -hmm. or that um so and that's why more conversations like this need to happen uh whoever needs to hear them right so Mm -hmm. but 
a deeper issue is just men's secure insecurities in themselves right um most men won't admit they have them or say what they like you know their insecurities but you yeah, can, well, you can definitely figure it out with how they act oh for sure i mean yeah it, it, it's never never but hardly ever someone gonna come to you and just flat out tell you what they're insecure about mm-hmm. um and a lot of times you just see it in their actions and the the quicker you can understand that something happens because of someone's insecurities mm-hmm. a lot of times the the quicker you get to understand that person as well as getting over it yourself if if something was done wrong right mm-hmm. um this conversation started because i what did i post a picture yesterday saying yes i I hate my smile and i was like why like i didn't understand why i just hate it i to be honest it's this is actually really funny because of how many pictures i end up posting about myself one Mm -hmm. i hate posting pictures of myself because i think i am goofy looking um (laughs) i really do and so the only reason I use Instagram and post is because of the podcast. So if you look at my Instagram, like it started at the same time the podcast did just because I was trying to like build momentum and like, what are you going to post on Instagram mm-hmm. in between my conversations other than the pictures of myself? Um, and then, and then there's, it's not like I hate every single part of myself, right? If I'm working hard in the gym and you're, you get positive reactions to your body, like you're going to post things that to get more positive reactions right because you're trying the whole point is trying to get attention whether it's for the podcast Mm -hmm. for myself whatever um but men's insecurities is something that's not talked about enough i don't think you i don't think you can talk about anyone's insecurities enough um so it's like how 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 i think a lot of this right or wrong comes into the relationships you have in your life right how comfortable are you sharing your insecurities and as a woman like knowing that men have a problem sharing their insecurities and being honest about them and open about them how do you allow them to share those with you so i want to hear your thoughts first and then i and then i have more to say on it you know i think it just depends on the man too like some men have an easier time opening up um i never come out and just ask now if i see a way that a man is acting i'll be like you know why do you why do you act like that or why do you do that like what makes you act like that and then if they bring it up we'll talk about it you know what i mean um as for me i have no problem being like you know sorry i acted this way this is why i'm insecure about this True. A lot of men, you have to pull it out of them and ask them well, why. Because they don't know. They haven't put thought into that to know, to know that that's the reason that's happening. Yeah, and I'm one of the least judgmental people ever, like, ever. Sure. And um, so I think just letting that person know, like, you know, I'm here to listen. I'm not going to judge you. Sure. I would just want to get to know you better. Why do you act this way? I think, Are you insecure about this? Sure. You know, or is it this? And I think it's all it's all about how you approach anyone, not just mm-hmm. a guy on on that discussion. Because if a lot of people like to think they approach that discussion the right way. But I think once you understand how you respond to someone open up to you opening up to you will dictate a relationship almost right like if i Mm -hmm. if i make myself vulnerable and i tell you hey i'm trying to think of a good example i i got jealous about this situation and because i got jealous that's why i was acting like a jerk to you and wasn't Mm -hmm. uh, you know responding short or wasn't responding to your to your text messages and that's why we haven't hung out the last couple days because i got uncomfortable because of this right Mm-hmm. That, I would appreciate that so much see, better than that, guys. See, and that's a bad example because I feel like I feel like I really don't have a problem being vulnerable, and so that's not a fair example because that's not the way I do. Well, yeah, I think it would come across more like I just got jealous, and you would have to connect the dots that the rest of that of the behavior came from that, right? Mm-hmm. So, how you respond to that. Or maybe he doesn't even say he got jealous, right? Maybe you just know the the reason he's jealous is be, usually we know because <laughs> he got jealous, right? Yeah. Well, if you're firing back at him and being defensive and being a certain way, and and I and I'm like 
lecturing ladies as if men don't need to learn this same tactic. But um, if you're if you're firing back, if you're if you're making it difficult this time for him to share being vulnerable, why why would he ever want to do that again? Exactly, and you know I think I've learned that through relationships. Um, I'm a very good communicator um, in most situations. I'm not a yeller. I'm it's just too much anxiety and stress. So sure. I'd rather talk about something, um, actually not talking about something and just leaving it be like it never happened gives me more stress than just talking about it sure. and just I'm nipping it way. and getting it over I'm with, you know, way. like when, when I'm in a fight, I want it over with, just, like, let's yes. talk about it. Let's get it over with. And, and I'm good. You know, if I tell you I'm good, I'm good. I'm not going to yeah. tell you I'm good. And then act shitty to you for two days. That's most girls, you know, like I'm fine. No, like you're going to know I'm not fine. Cause I'm going to tell you I'm not fine. Right. Right. And then we're okay. going to talk about it. And right. if you don't want to talk about it, then that's a whole other conversation we need to have. For sure. For um, sure. And I think a lot of men would prefer to walk away than talk about it. Most sure. men are like that than having confrontation. But is that because they're insecure of the conversation? They don't want to slip up or say something wrong or they don't know how to really approach the conversation? I think it's a lot of the same what I just said with being vulnerable. I I think for this this is something where communication comes in. Obviously communication, I think is the key to so many different things, but I think if you're in a relationship and it's a real relationship, you have to have a game plan for how you deal with certain things. Right. Like, like how do we deal when we're fighting? Right. What is fair mm-hmm. game? What's not fair game. Right. Like if, if I'm shooting shots at you over text, right. Mm-hmm. And and we've decided ahead of time, anytime I'm just saying stuff to piss you off or saying stuff to get a reaction, you can say, hey, can you please stop doing this? And I either, and, and it gives us the option to either stop talking right then and rehash the conversation later mm-hmm. or for you to realize that, that this is what you're doing and you need to stop. So, for example, like I think everyone can get petty, right, when you're upset when when Mm -hmm. you feel like you've been wronged like i don't don't think anyone's above saying you know above saying the wrong thing or acting emotionally or something like that right i think the times i have set the ground rules i've said hey look one there's no conversation that you can't bring to me like i promise you promise you promise you and 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 really that's that's respectable that's great like that's great right and so and that's earned too, right? Because just because mm-hmm. I tell you that doesn't mean you're going to feel comfortable to just bring any conversation right. to me. But like any, any conversation, I, I really pride myself on being able to process it first, have a conversation, understand like where you're coming from, no matter how much it may hurt or anything like that. My my first inclination is never to blow up, I don't think. But so, the, you know, that's just like a rule of engagement. Another thing is, you know, I'm not going to sit there and have and I know I'm going down a rabbit hole again, but I'm not going to sit there and, and have a conversation where you're just going to fire shots. Um, I'm not going to sit there and have a conversation where you're going to put words in my mouth, right? The mm-hmm. words I say are the words I mean, right? Don't give me mm-hmm. an interpretation of the words I said. The words I said are exactly what I meant. If I need to correct the words I said, I can do that, but I can't have a conversation with you if you're going to tell me what, what, this means and that means based on what I said. No, I didn't mm-hmm. say that. That plays into what I think you said to come out of the rabbit hole. I think guys have a fear of really having a conversation because that what I just said, there's a tendency um, to for conversations to go the wrong way. And I don't mm-hmm. think guys just naturally want to sit there and hash it out. They'd rather just remove themselves. Right. I think women are better in those situations um i I do i think women can be a little bit manipulating those you know those conversations yes they want to catch men in things and that's why a lot of men don't want to talk about things it's because they feel like they're women and they're good guys are also on bullshit let's be honest guys are on bullshit so if you want (laughs) to glad you you admit it (laughs) if if you want to be honest there's a lot of times we're avoiding it just because we don't want to fucking get into some real shit but we're we're gonna assume we're talking about health you know a healthy someone who is wanting you know would rather knock the conversation out than than avoid it for that yeah and i see you when you said you know they're being people are petty and you know i actually when 
um, in these situations, if I'm being petty to you, then I'm probably not scared to lose you because I probably don't really, you know, like, no, no think, me, like, I no, think if you're, if you're being no. petty, Mm-mm. you, it's because not you me. care and yeah. you, you no. can't get upset about something you don't care about. No, I'm you like, see, I think it's because, no, because I think it's because I'm like, I am so like straight to the point open, like, yeah. and I have five brothers. Okay. Like, and they're the best men, like how they handle situations, how they date, you know, they're married. Like they, they are the best men that I know. And I've always said, I want to date someone like my brother. Right. And which one, which brother, which one's your favorite? Honestly, like, I don't have all right, I do have one favorite. Yeah, he's he, he's my uh, half brother. He's Matt. He's older, and Matt, he is shout in a very Matt. shout out Matt. For leading the pack. <laughs> he's in a very healthy marriage, and yeah. I see how they communicate. And his wife is very straight to the point. This is the issue. We need to fix it, and he has to talk about it. He can't just walk away from it. So, I think just like I told you, like nipping it and getting it over with. Like I don't have time to be petty, and. Can you joke around and be like, oh, yes, you know, last night I saw you got, you know, that girl talking to you, that's a joke, right? But I don't really care about that. I'm not going to be petty in a serious, in a serious conversation Either um, because I, I care too much about you. Do that. I just want to get it done with and, you know, whoever needs to say sorry or whatever it needs to be. Um, because when I really, truly care about someone, I, my goal is to fix that and move on from it. Like, I will what? fight for something that I really want. You know the, what I mean? There was one of the best quotes I've ever heard. I don't know if she came up with it or not. Heather Hamilton, shout out her. I think she had a baby shout out her. Ago <laughs> with with uh, with the dude she's with. I think they live in Seattle or something. But yeah, I shout out her because this. I will use this to the day I die. She said that she wanted to be in the type of relationship where her and her partner are fighting against the issue not the issue between her and her partner, Mm -hmm. right? So me and you are having a conversation to eliminate the issue. It's not that me and you are having a conversation to, to like hash out this issue between us. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, and hearing you say that just reminds me of that because you're, if you're on the same team, like it's like, okay, you're upset about this, right? You're upset that you think I lied to you about this, right? Let's sit here and talk about, how maybe you got it wrong or what I actually meant, or if I did lie to you intentionally, let's get this apology mm-hmm. and, and ha- help have you understand why I don't think it's okay to lie to you again. Let's work together to eliminate that issue instead. Like of how, what can we do to back, not do this again? Like right, not be back, where we are right back now. At, back at, instead of going back and forth over this issue, that's where I feel like you get petty and that's where you, you can't help, but say some of the wrong stuff and have, some of the hardest conversations you're going to have is because it, it's almost like you're having the conversation to break up, like to, to do that as opposed to having the conversation to move on. See, I think a lot of, you know, couples these days, it's almost easier to break up than to just, because with social media, everything's, you know, palm of your hand. It's easier to kind of just like be done and things, move on. You, got, really... you can get better. The paradox yes. of choice. And yeah. And I'm the type of person, like I have been, some shitty relationships but i still stayed in because i was willing to fight for it because i saw some with that person and i really you know enjoyed being with that person um what you know what ends up being my final straw is you know that's i'm listening i gotta get my charger because my computer's about to die (laughs) (laughs) um you know what ends up being my final straw is here nor there but in the process you know i'm gonna fight until you know whatever that final straw is if there is even a final straw you know i've been in long relationships and like i said i've been in short ones um and as i get older there are different deal breakers but if i really care about someone i'm willing to fight for it even if it's just date like you know in the beginning dating or a couple months or if, if it's deep into relationship like if you truly enjoy someone's company why not fight for it and see if it's going to work you know i 100 percent agree and and that is one of the 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 biggest shows of trust right i i don't think anyone should have to put up with too much bullshit right i don't i don't i don't want someone to be unhappy in a relationship just to stick it out and see if if that's what what the real thing is but i do think like you said people are really quick to just be done 
and think yes that and that's the, the issue and then and the thing is that in the grand scheme it makes it so much harder right because you're not really done and and you're really right. just driving a bigger wedge into or you know throwing a bigger log into the fire might be a better analogy um to make it harder to come back you know yes because I mean? that's what well, you really like, want ultimately then what you, you guys you know you kind of stop dating or whatever and then but you know you're not really done and you're still seeing other people and you still kind of have that person like it's just right. annoying like annoying. if you're gonna do that you might as well date or you know what i mean yeah. like or don't talk at all whatever it is because you know and i think that's deals with insecurities like let's say you know i don't want to do the wrong thing because there might be someone better behind yep. door number two yep. who's not going to do that one thing that might piss him off that I do. But the girl behind door number two maybe does something that I don't do. So, right. you know, I think with people in general, not just men, that there's always something better behind a different door. You well, know what I mean? And, and I think people have forgotten, and I preach this all the time, um, how much work a relationship is right mm -hmm. like a, a relationship is never just going to manifest itself <clears throat> to perfect right it, mm -hmm. it, you get that little period at the start where you can't spend enough time together and everything they do is great and you can't you can't wait to get back to them all that stuff and when that's done i always say the longer a relationship goes the harder it gets yes. unless you make it easy right mm -hmm. so you're either growing apart or growing together and if you're not constantly doing things to grow together, you're you're undoubtedly going to grow apart. And and it makes everything we're talking about harder. And and we got off, you know, what the subject was that we were talking about, that being insecurities. But insecurities are are dampened, but on both sides, when when you're growing together, fights are are easier when you're growing together. You your first inclination is not to break up when you're growing together. I think it all wraps up um into the same thing but also if you plan for all this and that's where i think that conversation i was talking about is like hey we know we're gonna fight how are we gonna do that like we know we both have mm -hmm. insecurities how are we gonna communicate those when when we really do feel like we're done like it, it when it comes to that that time i think i posted um i posted on my story yesterday i, I stole it from my buddy jared um i think it said there you have a lot of love left to give even when it might have been two days ago um let's see if it's still on there actually it'd be better to read it it was by uh rm drake and it was i think it's still there actually no that's my life um you you still have a lot of love in you even when you think you're done there's always a little more um because that's the part we were just talking about to where you uh you're gonna have you're gonna feel like you're done right but mm -hmm. but after you break up you're gonna realize you weren't really done so why don't we just plan for this time when we're saying hey i think we're gonna break up like what's the protocol for that to to figure it out um if if, if we really are done or not so we're not like i said putting another log on the fire um i i know i went on a rant there but it, it, i thought it was funny how all that kind of relates to each other and comes together oh wow <laughs> you know i'm so woke i didn't okay. even get much sleep last night and i woke up like this <laughs> okay so okay i don't even know <laughs> I don't you're, know turn, you're you're turned on your mind is blown you're confused all at the same time i get it i get it yeah um i don't even know what to say back to that no, I, I, if you can imagine, I put a lot of thought into this, right? That's yeah. Not, that's not something that I've come, and, and actually, I shouldn't say I've put a lot of thought into this. Mm -hmm. I constantly am having conversations about this stuff, right? So if I'm going to make a bold statement about women do this, like I, like I probably did in, in the podcast you want to have mm -hmm. a to. Yeah, that'll be another time. If, <laughs> it's if just a whole hour. A, a bold <laughs> statement about that. If I'm going to make a bold statement about what guys do, don't do, um, about how people should be together. I, I'm not a reader, really, as you'll hear several times throughout my podcast. I hate I'm, reading. But yeah, but I definitely am going to have a conversation with every single person I possibly can um, to try and make my own opinion right right 
And so my podcast is just that the the whole point of me wanting to do a podcast and, and it really started as a blog and then I turned it into a podcast because podcasting got more popular. But the point was to have enough conversations where people could do the same thing. I'm not telling you what you should believe. I'll create some questions mm-hmm. and hopefully make you think about it. But hopefully the conversation, so if someone was to hear this conversation, they hear the conversation I had with Anthony and Brittany, they hear some other conversation I've had in the past. They're like, well, I don't necessarily agree with what Alex is saying, but I think this now, and whether it's because they put their own thought into it, because they heard something that made sense, whatever, I think it's, it's all important. Yeah. And, you know, when you were not going on a rant, but when you were talking, <laughs> um, you know, it's how do we discuss our insecurities, right? I was thinking, okay, we can discuss our insecurities, but I feel like women's insecurities, like men are so quick to say, you know, she seems a little crazy or this and that, like, but why does someone have to be that just because they feel a certain type of way or because they're telling you how they feel? I feel like we're so quick to be called crazy because we're telling you how I feel. I'm sorry that you can't have a conversation and see how you feel without us bringing Mm -hmm. it up, but that doesn't make me crazy for feeling a certain way. And and this all comes down to trust, right? Like, can I trust you? We started to say this. Can I trust you to tell you the truth? right? Can I trust you? If I fucked up, can I trust you that when I tell you the truth, you're not just done? Right? Right. If, if, if I'm vulnerable, can I trust you when I tell you the truth, you're not going to use that against me in, in another conversation. Cause that's another thing that both sides can do. Um, but I know men are scared of a lot. It's like, I don't want to give you too much information right now because I don't want to hear about this the next time you're upset. And, and this is what you're using as a jab now. Um, I'm actually going to challenge people. I, I'm going to challenge people. I'm going to tag you on it and hopefully you can either post up yourself or post what I tag you on. Challenge people to have a conversation with their partner about their insecurities and see what kind of trust that builds. Because I think if you're the one to start the conversation, hopefully men can do it. If you're the one to start the conversation, it probably makes that person trust you more because you brought this to them ahead of time and also makes them trust to tell you theirs. Yes or no. Mm -hmm. I'm doing some deep stuff right now. Well, I, you, I mean, I'm just like, I feel like I'm, I have no problem saying my insecurities, but I've had to build trust people in the past just to get them to say, that to me uh, whether it's taken a week or a month or a year it just depends on the person but you do have to establish a trust and you have to make them feel comfortable enough to tell you those things right. you know and that's and that's built right like that's mm-hmm. not gonna happen in a in a week to, to truly give somebody all of you the vulnerable you the the problem ridden you your mistakes your downfalls your dirty thoughts all that stuff like you know I wouldn't expect someone to tell that right away, but if it's someone you're genuinely interested in and you, and you do have those type of arguments, I think having that type of conversation would, would go a long way. Well, you know, and I heard recently, Oh, you know, Taylor, she's got a little crazy in her. First of all, first of all, <laughs> but wait, who said it first? We're not going to put names out there because people well, might know guys, people. It was a guy. Um, but they were saying these to my friends. So like, what's the situation though? I want to know the situation between you and this guy. He's probably not going to listen. No one really listens to me. So he might, he, he might, he might, um, maybe maybe if he hears this, he'll have a little more understanding, you know, and it's, and I kind of got a little irritated after it because then I got, you know, a message later like, Hey, you see, okay. You and him, did you date? We don't need details. We just need to know, did you date? Is it just a friendship? Did you, was it something you hoped you would date? Casual dating, more serious dating. I mean, we went, we went on a date. We talked, we, you know, we hung out talking, whatever, whatever, hung out, whatever, do what you do, whatever, talk to each other, you know, um, did it help to date him? Yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy him. I still, I still do like, he's a good person. Right. Right. Um, we see each other out and about and whatnot. Sure. Um, so how but, did, so then I'm, I'm going to ask questions cause I want to make sure we get the full picture of it. How did it come across to you that he said, like, what was the situation that he was given to be able to say that you have a little, okay, this is what, okay. So my girlfriends, they were all having a conversation. Um, and everyone, I don't even know how this happened. Like, well, actually this person asked, you know, what was your first impression of me? 
like who cares but then everyone's like oh what was your first impression of this person or this person or this person what was your impression of taylor she's seemed really you know super chill yeah blah blah blah. but you know she got a little crazy in her like first of all it's not a first impression so the fact that you even had to say that was for what reason (laughs) like and normally like me a couple years ago i would have said something i would have popped off probably you know yeah but me being secure in myself, I know that I'm not. It's like, because I say how I feel, yeah. I'm crazy. You know what I mean? But there has never, ever really been a situation where, like what, that I've done towards this person that would make this person say that. So I let it be. Yeah, okay. And I think this person could tell I was a little bit like, hmm, because yeah. I didn't say much. And right. it was in the night they left. I got a message later. Hey, are you okay? Like, you seemed a little upset when I left. But see, look, that, that right there, that is an opportunity. It's not, though, because... Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's explore this. That was okay. an opportunity for you to react a certain way to make it okay to, to have a conversation. But see, I genuinely think that this person didn't mean it in a vicious way. Sure, or, exactly. You know, so I was like, okay, do I talk about this or am I being in, am I being too sensitive sure. or, you know, so like you I had to evaluate situation like, okay, well we're not like, talking or anything. So like, whatever, like I'm just gonna let it go. I waited an hour. thought about it. My f- girlfriends looked at me and said, this person is not ready for you to be honest. So don't do it right now. And okay. I'm like, okay. So I waited. I was like, Nope, I'm good. Like sure. whatever. Next day text had a conversation. Didn't come up, whatever. Because I can't bring it up now because I already said I was good. You know what I mean? And I was good, but it's just like, why am I so quick to be called crazy after only really talking to you for like three weeks because I've said how I felt or whatever I've done in the past. Like you haven't known me long enough to even call me that. We haven't dated long enough for you to call me that. We haven't been in situations. You don't, everyone's definition of crazy is different. But everyone's got some kind of crazy in them anyways. Have you had a situation by which that you would be called that like have you done something by which someone um it shouldn't be me it should be the other persons right 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 uh, it should yeah, be leave it alone another yeah. person no it should be not another person that was in this situation not him yeah. or me but another person sure. that person's crazy not yeah. me so it's like i've handled myself in situations very very classy and you know very right. mature when right. i could have done the complete opposite of what i did right and but you know, they're, they're going to say what they want to say, you know, feel how they want to feel. Maybe he was kidding around or whatever, but I cared that you said that. So I think, because, I think you could have a conversation. Now you can come back and say, hey, I, I, I do want to understand this. Because um, it has bothered me since then. Sure. It's been since St. Patrick's Day. Like, it and does bother me. And that's okay. You're allowed to say, I, I, I felt a way when you said it. I then was fine. And now I just have a question now so, i'm gonna be crazy you know i'm bringing it up <laughs> you might, well i mean it, that's that's why sometimes it's worth the conversation or or not worth the the relationship to put it that way but but we don't i don't know like we don't like talk consistently enough i feel like to bring it up because it's so hot and cold and it's just weird but like sure. to me it's almost like mm, do i really want to waste my breath and like stress out about you know it's just like well i think you have your i think you have your own answer right there as you think through it like it's like if you don't feel like you can have a conversation with like well, I'm sorry why did I say like there if you don't feel like you can have a conversation with someone like that then where are you anyways? Well, it's like with someone like you, I could, you know, I'd feel okay calling you and be like, hey, like this bothered me from a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, sure. Well, that's because there's the, some so people. Once again, I've already I've already established. We've established rules, right? Right. Exactly what I said. I said, hey, this is how I am. This is how I'd rather be and whatever. And no, we weren't doing it for the sake of a relationship, but, but rules have been established and, and through communication, whether, even if it's just this podcast. Right. But in it's friendship too, you know, like yeah, I sure. love my friends. Like whether I met you a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, like I love the people that I decided to have in my life. Mm-hmm. So when these like i care i would care enough to talk about this person about this because i care about that person because they're in my life you know if i didn't give a shit about the person i wouldn't give a shit and i would move on like but it bothers me because this is somebody i actually genuinely care about and i want Mm -hmm. you know them 
you know, I don't know, like I want success for them and I want happiness for them. So yeah, I don't want to squash and be like, okay, well, why'd you do that? Because this is my friend, you well, know? Then I think you should have the conversation. And then, and then you can report back to me either on a podcast or, or offline. <laughs> it doesn't have to be on a podcast, but yeah. I'd love to hear how it went. Um, because it's a great example. But is this because I'm insecure? Like, what am I insecure about? Who said you're insecure? No, like now I'm thinking like, am I just insecure because I don't want to talk about it? Like what could possibly keep keep me from talking about this? Have the conversation, see how it plays out, try and your, your best way, approach it the best way and see how it goes. That's a challenge, huh? It's a challenge. And then I'm going (laughs) to put the other challenge up on my story and we'll see, see who responds to that. But uh, that's about, um, long enough for for this subject i thank you so much i love the conversation i feel like i rambled too much no you didn't now i'm like hyped up (laughs) oh you're ready to go well let's let's make sure we schedule the next one but um yeah ultimate bachelor podcast at u-l-t-b-a-c-h your instagram is and it'll be on in the description and stuff but it's at what is it t-a-y w-a-r-d 22 22 all right thank you so much and we'll talk soon Okay, bye. Bye.